What's going on, everybody? We got Kansas in the books. We got Bristol Saturday night race in our for our sights. Brian and I are here to talk all that was Kansas, the wins, the losses, the outright hit. Uh, shouts to Tyler Reddick, uh, as well as turn our attention and figure out where we can find value this week at Bristol. This is the angle of pursuit. Ross Chastain used the wall all the way around this racetrack. Logano has been the class of the field. Check out the big brain on Brad. Yeah, I need to change my underwear. Brian Twining, the red <laughs> dog got you there. Found a way to find victory lane, and we cashed that you cashed that outright. Um, that's gotta feel pretty good. Yeah, no, it was it was great watching that race, and I kind of had a feeling when they were coming to the last restart, and it was really him and Denny as the furthest ones in the field who had taken four tires, that there was a good chance that it was going to be him or Denny. And a part of me did think about the whole owner-driver uh, scenario there with Denny already, like being way further up in the standings already, like... So, and it kind of played out that way. I mean, Hamlin should probably get penalized for intentionally um, staying back, but hey, yeah, I'll, I'll take the very annoyed by that part. I hadn't really thought about it until after the race, but mm. uh, it was kind of interesting to see how that all shook out. Yeah. Um, interesting race. Um, I feel like I had it, but then tire issues good years oh, can't get their shit together um bubba wallace was gonna be in contention for that race if i felt like he was the best car early like yeah. he was running down the leaders and obviously like what happens early isn't always indicative of what happens late but True. it felt like he would at least be in the conversation um to make some noise i also felt like william byron was really good early and then had his issues and then he was all sitting in the back of the field and was able to work his way up a little bit but definitely didn't have the race that i kind of had envisioned for him yeah um we'll have to look at the odds remind me to look at the odds for the playoffs because i i do want to talk about it because uh we this is the last race before the first cut and i think uh some interesting names may be finding themselves on the outside looking in. So I'm going to pull up our DraftKings lineups and we'll run through it um, as well as look at our betting card and see um, what we found, what we didn't uh, end up hitting on. So Larson was pretty good. I thought he had a legit chance to win the race. Obviously only ended up finishing fourth, but led almost 100 laps. 50 fastest laps um, was pretty good. Uh, Byron was fine like obviously you put him in at ninth you want him to be a contender and i think he was ultimately but yeah didn't get his car there kyle bush ended up finishing seventh after starting 35th um you know never really felt like he was really in the conversation but for DraftKings purposes he made a ton of sense um gibbs same idea started 36 moved to 14th it was interesting because it really felt like once you got to kind of the mid pack to like top 10, it was much, much harder to keep going. Yeah. Um, it felt like you could, a lot of drivers kept getting stuck there. 
Well, and then I think that like right around the eight through 12 range was where a lot of guys fell. And once they started racing each other, it was like they were just continuously moving from eighth to 10th or from 10th to 12th, 12th to 11th and vice versa. And, you know, like Gibbs, for instance, he was always kind of around the top 10, but he never really got. I know at one point I think he was running in seventh, but uh, that was during a pit pit cycle and then yeah he was more along the lines of like a 10 through 12th place car yeah yeah so it was an interesting race overall um i think there was a few cars that really separated themselves and and kind of made it um interesting as tyler reddick which it's kind of interesting obviously he started fifth ends up winning the race but only led two laps only had 21 fastest laps in terms of a DraftKings scoring, wasn't really that dominant. Yeah, uh, which is kind of interesting. So obviously, um, something to to file away as you know you can like a guy, but unless they get to the front and they dominate the majority of the race, um, they're not going to score as well. Obviously, getting the win, the almost sixty points is fine. Uh, Kyle Busch, Ty Gibbs once again, Briscoe and Haley. I don't know. I think I think this Byron, if this is Larson or something, I think do much better. Yeah, I actually uh, I had fired off a lineup in the morning where I actually wound up with Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Ty Gibbs, uh, Byron, Haley and Ty Dillon. And I wound up I think I finished like almost twenty five hundred out of whatever, like twelve thousand people or something, fifteen thousand people. I, I don't nice. know. I guess. For it was a dollar and I cashed a dollar fifty. So there you hey, go. Stack I'll that money, son. <laughs> um, and then over on the betting card, I just I'm like Mr. Freeze out here. Just fade everything I'm on. Uh, I will say fading Christopher Bell was a fine move. I was able to find um Reddick versus Bell matchup that I liked. And I also had a Byron versus Truex matchup that I liked. Obviously, neither of those made the card because they weren't part of the uh the offering when we talked about it. But poor Marty. That guy had was Dude. out of the race before it even started. He was basically Aaron Rodgers. Oh <laughs> too soon, buddy. <laughs> Blew a tire. He was out of there. Oh, too soon. Yeah. No, it was it was great. It was crazy to watch the race. And like, again, Kansas just produces some wild finishes and just good racing overall. But like as happy as I was about Tyler Reddick winning the race, I was probably equally or more angry at the fact that effing Joey Logano takes two tires, <laughs> makes up 12 spots on pit road and finishes ahead of Ryan Blaney, whose uh-huh. team continues to let him down on pit road. And he's all, when is the last time we've seen the number 12 car gain spots during a pit cycle or during no. a yellow, a, a, a caution flag pit stop? I don't no. think it's happened in the last two months at, no. at least. No. Um, and then obviously track house, nowhere to be found all day. Yeah. I'm, I'm done betting them for the foreseeable future. I need to see speed before I have any interest in them at all. Um, obviously you had Reddick on your outright card, nine to one. Nice hit Reddick top Toyota plus three eighty. That's also a really nice hit. Uh, like you said, Blaney over Logano should have been there. Gibbs was right there. 
Uh, I had, I had right, Larson yeah. the top three, and of course he gets fourth. Um, <laughs> Byron, I, yeah, Byron was going to have a nice day. Bubba Wallace was going to have a nice day. I don't, you know, if they don't, if they don't, my bets don't hit because the driver was just not there, then I get it. But like when the tires are just melting on the track and yeah, nonsense is happening, it's extremely frustrating. So, yeah, and we, and I mean, like, this is not the first time that we've seen stuff like this with this particular tire. And each time Goodyear comes out and they make, and they make the claim that it's because teams are under inflating or over inflating the tire but i mean come on like the Tony fact Stewart's that it's been talking about it from what 20 years ago yeah like the fact that so many guys suffer the same exact issue the right rear going down like that's got to tell you something about the yeah. it's the tire it's not the teams yeah yeah so uh overall a little very frustrating but i was happy to see you uh find a winner and for Red Dog to get victory lane. So now we have two drivers advancing to the round of, uh, or the, the next round, I guess. Um, so let me pull up NASCAR here. And we'll dive into this week, obviously Saturday night. So we're recording this um, a day early, and then we'll get into... Um, we'll get to Bomb talk shell. Friday night. And we'll get to see on, um, you know, record on Friday and get it to you Saturday morning. So make sure you are subscribed. So if you want the podcast uh, when it when it launches, if you're on, have a subscribe, turn on the bell notification so you get a notification when we post. Uh, we can dive in. So Hendrick at the top, Kyle Larson, five, five and a half. William Byron, eight and a half. Uh, Denny Hamlin as long as eight, Christopher Bell as long as eight and a half. And, and give Brad me things you would not have expected to see at the beginning of the season for a million, Alex. Brad Kislowski before practicing qualifying, opening as one of basically the favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to see why. I mean, obviously his teammate yeah. last year, Christopher Busher, was incredible here. Um, you know, but this is, this is an interesting spot for old Brad K. Uh, he was pretty fast himself last year in terms of speed rankings, um, finishing what fifth overall behind bell, Busher, Larson, Harvick. Um, RFK has been much faster, much more consistent all year long. It'll be interesting spot to see who can, uh, you know, get the win to sort make sure they advance. And then, kind of how the rest of the points uh, fall. But are you, I guess, if you're diving into this range, uh, where are you diving in? I got to go with Denny. Um, I just think in terms of consistency and not effing up races, I know Brad K has looked a lot better, but we haven't seen him win a race. Yeah. So it's hard for me to get to him on an outright when I can buy down by a point and get a guy who's won numerous times already and is probably a top two, top three car since the coming out of the all-star break, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me. Like when you're talking about eight to one or eight and a half to one, like give me, give me Denny Hamlin all day long. Like you, we just saw him in the, in the, 
contending for a win. He's been awesome since, like you said, since the all-star race. Um, the Hendrick boys are interesting. I think Christopher Bell is the one that's going to be the most tough to get, figure out. Because, <laughs> I mean, he is just, he's in yeah. that Reddick Blaney group where it's like yeah. every week there seems like there's something going on. But, um, you know, he was arguably the best car here last year. Um, this is a good spot for him. This is where he got hot um, and, and was able to keep advancing through the playoffs. Um but he is priced very aggressively too. And it's just like, you yeah. know, Byron Hamlin, Bell and Keselowski, I think Denny and Byron, especially in terms of this year and, and recent form, both of those guys have wins, have been in good, have been incredible and are in stellar rides. And it's hard for me to, to take, you know, a Bell or Keselowski when a Denny or Byron is sitting right there. Yeah. And, um, I mean, just if you were to remove kind of the variances that we've seen um, from Christopher Bell, I I think he probably comes into this race as the favorite. Just from what we've seen in terms of past race winners here, I think it's four of the last five, all won from starting positions, fifth or better. And if you know anything about Christopher Bell, he's probably going to unload really fast. And I mean, by God, he's probably going to put it on pole again. <laughs> and yeah. you know, his number's probably going to go to six and a half, but... With At least he kept it in the top oh. 10 after getting in the pole at Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. He lucked into that though. I mean, uh, th- like betting him to win at a track that he probably is the favorite. It's really hard to do that right now. Yeah. Bet him to get on the pole. And then when he does fade the hell out of them, exactly. uh, matchups. Yep. I mean, speaking of guys that end up on the pole, William Byron is another guy who's right there that yeah, I think makes a lot of sense too. The next range, I think, is really interesting. Obviously, Chase Elliott, who is not in the playoffs, but is a good track for him, a place where he's been successful, um, I think could be interesting. I, I mentioned Christopher Busher, how good he was here last year. RFK is very interesting, very live. Uh, I'd much rather bet Busher at 12 or 13 than than uh, Brad K at eight and a half. Kyle yeah. Bush at 10 or 12, Kevin Harvick, another guy who's been really good here. Uh, Truex is going to be pissed after last week, as long as 14, <laughs> 16, the, uh, you know, Blaney and Logano last week's winner, Tyler Reddick, which FanDuel apparently is factoring that in at the 12 to one. Don't bet that. What's interesting about Red Dog though, is like, why would he have any inclination to, you know, try to win this race. I know to move up in the point standings, but he's already locked into the next round. Yeah. So he could basically start looking forward to the next stage of races. Yeah. And then also too, like we got the, we got the Roval coming up and you know, that is Reddick's better shot at winning a race. So yep. why do any attention to this event? And I actually think red dog is in a spot where you could fade him this week, thinking that they're, they're actually looking ahead. And he's not like he hasn't really been good here. He was bad here last year. He was slow. Um, there, you know, it's interesting to think about. There is some stuff from last year's race to think about. Um, obviously, one of the guys, uh, Truex, had a power steering issue, did not finish the race. Uh, well, a couple guys coming up, Bubba Wallace had power steering problems, returned to the race. Uh, Stenhouse crashed. Uh, shocker. And uh, yeah, exactly. McDowell. 
um, avoided some trouble and it had a solid result. So, you know, when you're looking at results from last year, some 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 uh, nuance to put into how you think about that. So, like, we have a lot of interesting names. I mean, you know, do you have any interest in Chase at 10 to 1? Um, and then I guess throughout the rest of the range, I like, guess Truex is actually kind of a value given what we saw last week and given what we think he can do here. Um, maybe the books are a little, a little sleep on him. Maybe he qualifies really well. And that numbers, you know, eight or nine to one instead of 14. Yeah. I, I think Truex is a guy who, because you are getting a little bit of a discount on him at a track that he's not the greatest at, no. but that was, I mean, and you look at last year's race, he didn't qualify well. He had the issues. So, you know, a lot of people were looking at that, but we've gone down this same exact storyline with Truex at numerous tracks this year where he didn't perform well at in 2022. And then he popped this season because Toyota has essentially changed up what they, what they're doing at these places. And I think this is a good spot to get in on him because if he unloads fast, this number is dropping below double digits and you're, you know, it's post post qual eight to one, seven to one. If he puts it on the first two rows. Yeah, and it's hard to figure out with him. Obviously, new car, uh, so we haven't really even seen this version of the cup car at Bristol. Um, and then, obviously, we saw his struggles last year. I think that was a big pro- product of last year. But before that, you put it on pole. Uh, he was third. He was f- put it on pole again. He was fifth. He was third, and that takes us all the way back to 2019. So he's a guy that, you know, obviously a different ride. Um but has put it at or near the pole in several races. Um, so if he if he's got that speed that we've seen, you know, most of the season, um, there's no reason to think he can't put it at or near the front um, for when the race starts. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Like I, it in the same breath, like Kevin Harvick, I think he this is the type of track where he's can really excel because it's about yeah. you know. Uh, re- not making mistakes here and just, you know, going with the flow. And that's exactly what he's probably the best at in yeah. terms of the cup series. But again, like I don't expect him to come out here and blaze through the field during practice or qualifying. Cause that car just doesn't have speed. But on Sunday, I do expect him to perform well and potentially, you know, compete for a top five, maybe just, just based on his skill in manufacturing good finishes. So if you're looking at an outright card with some of these old guys, Truex, Harvick, Bush, um, I guess rank them for me in terms of your confidence that they can actually win this race. Oh, if if it's those guys, I would just go from bottom up. I would go Truex number one, just based on speed this year, Harvick, and then Kyle Bush, just because he's been such a hothead and we don't know week to week, like what's going to happen with that team. So and with RCR, they're just like some weeks they look incredible. Some weeks they look terrible. It's so hard to predict. Um, what about the next range? Like, do you have any interest in, in a Blaney, a Logano, a Reddick, a Chastain, or should, you know, or even like, like it really feels like much like last, much like last week, you really want to be at or near the top of the betting board in terms of outright winners. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we, we didn't even talk about him because he's the favorite and we don't bet favorites, but I mean, again, Kyle Larson is, 
he's probably going to be a first or second place car here. I mean, we, t- we could say this every single week, but um, it's going to be extremely hard for people <laughs> to not um, just be in awe of what he does. And this could turn out to be like the North Wilkesboro all-star race where Larson just absolutely throttles the field and yeah. basically has, this is like a NASCAR thunder 2004 instance where like Tony Stewart or Dale Earnhardt Jr. are out front by 10 seconds. And it's just a train of cars behind him as everyone else is like a complete level down in terms of speed basically here. like the max Verstappen of, uh, yeah. Car. Yep. Um, I'm adding Truex at 16 to one. Thanks to our friends over at Bet Rivers. I Larson is really tempting. Byron or Hamlin are really tempting. I'll probably wait for qualifying in practice to add another a second outright. But I think I'm going to take a gamble on Truex thinking that if he qualifies anywhere near the front, that number is a single digit and I'm going to get some value and hopefully have myself uh, a contender to win this race. Yeah, I'm the only outright I'm adding right now is the Denny number at eight. Yeah, I think I think that's really solid because I think if Denny qualifies well or Byron, um, I think that number uh, craters. Oh, you can get here. Take this, Brian Verstappen and Hamlin nine and a half to one. That's pretty good because. Well, I mean, if you're. You know, versus no through that. I don't even want to get involved with that hashtag race to turn one stuff. <laughs> like, get it? Because my my luck, as much shit as I talk about F one, my luck. Max Verstappen would like blow a tire or get rammed going into the first corner, and then they would blow up the parlay. Well, we can look. I'm sure we can find Formula One odds for him to not finish the race, and then you can just bet that as a hedge. <laughs> Uh, um yeah if if that was the case they should give us like plus 2000 on that they might uh okay so i think a lot like last week we're gonna get some not so great odds but there's actually some i mean it doesn't seem as aggressively priced as last week which i think is nice um i don't know that you know like top 10 for kyle larson i might look at the top five market again or top three I think that could be a good spot to get involved because I think he is going to be really strong once again. By the Do way, you... DraftKings has top tens as well. Oh, baby. Look at that. Yeah. Let's go over <laughs> here. Oh, okay. Right. So the first one I just saw, I'm I'm going to smash it again. I did this a couple weeks ago, but uh, Kevin Harvick, top 10, minus 135 um, at Caesars is getting hit hard here. Yeah, I think that's a great call. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. is minus 125 to top 10. Um, that might be my bet of the century of the week, so fade him and expect <laughs> him to not finish the race. Oh, man. That's interesting because he's minus, minus 175 at DK. Mm-hmm. DK is just like aggressively priced in general. Yeah. Like Blaney is 135 to 175. Busher is 150 to 165. Um, so I always got to shop it, folks. Minus 120 on Logano. Is there any value with like a Ty Gibbs, Alex Bowman, uh, 
Eric Almarola, I, I feel like he might be okay, but he's much better with flat tracks. When you get that bank going, he just like can't figure it out. But the one thing about here, like SHR does benefit at Bristol because it kind of removes the lack of speed and it's more about wheel wheelmen. Yeah. And I think it was our buddy uh, Ryan at iFantasy Race. He talked about Chase Briscoe being like the only guy in the Cup Series to have top 10. I think it's in like three straight Bristol races. or it, it, I forget what it was, but it was something giving praise to Chase Briscoe, which is absolutely effing disgusting thinking about. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, from what he said, he might be somebody to keep an eye on in the betting this market. This year is short tracks, Bristol Dirt, Martinsville, and Richmond race. Briscoe is the only driver who's four for four and finishing in the top 10. There you go. But once again, we do, we were talking about this a little bit before. Yeah, I mean, there, those this are track has, things. you know, where Brit, where all the other ones are pretty flat, and that's why I liked him at Phoenix and other places that have flat tracks. So I'm a little concerned. SHR seems to have those on lockdown, but I mean, plus three fifty to top ten is pretty nice. Hey. Uh, Briscoe did qualify second here last year and he has finished 13th and 14th in his two cup series races here. So, I mean, right. I'm adding it for half a unit. <laughs> I was yeah. just going to say, I'm doing it too. F it. Uh, I mean, I, I did him as top four last week. So that tells you everything you need to know. Uh, this is right. definitely uh, going to backfire. Uh, DK. This, yeah. But... No way it goes well. I'm I'm playing it safe though. I'm only going a half. I don't like when we're so aligned. McDowell is kind of interesting. He's been kind of MIA since like like before the playoffs even. Yeah, he's kind of disappeared. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm really curious to see more of like the matchup market, not just the placement, because I think this is a good race to get some good value on guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to look at some top no fives. Way. Larson minus 110 to top five or plus 180 to top three. I'd probably eat the eat the juice and yeah. get the extra two spots. And then if he qualifies well, that number is like minus 180 or something stupid. So, yeah. Uh, all right. I will. Let's see. Is that that's probably the best number I can get, at least at this point. Damn. Look at how heavily juiced Kozlowski is. It's plus 130. Uh, yes. Yeah, minus 110 at Caesars. I will take that. Byron, Denny, Denny is kind of interesting at plus one twenty-five. This is the top five. Harvick plus two twenty to top five. So I saw that, and it made me think. Like I, I want to look and see what his top forward spot is i love where your head's at i was just gonna go do that because i think that's you know that's always our our conversation is how does this yeah. uh plus 320 i think i like that better i don't know though because with how good 
Busher is here and Kozlowski's passed, I think there's a good shot that maybe all three of those guys yeah. finish inside the top five with one Toyota and Kyle Larson. That could make sense. You know, so I think you're probably safer. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna add the Harvick top five because I do I do think he's got a legit shot here to manufacture a really good finish. Yeah. Yeah, I think that plus two twenty number is really nice. Um, plus three twenty for Busher to top uh, Ford is kind of nice too. Uh, Denny top Toyota, Christopher Bell plus two. Truex, Dude, the Martin Truex number is pretty good. I'm gonna have so much Truex number after <laughs> last week. He he can't not finish the second series, right? I don't know. All right. Well, at least I'll have my, uh, I could put on my Marty party shirt and hopefully try and uh, will him to a win. Yeah. And what was super gross about this week is that, um, one of the first guys, like the name that popped in my head for this weekend was Brad Kozlowski. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to get 15 to one on an outright, but Clearly, no. the books are not as stupid as I as I think they no. were. Be. Top Chevy, Larson, B- B- Byron. Yeah, there's no value. I can't bet I, against. Honestly, I feel like the only one there that I would go with was it. Well, it's probably Chase Elliott. Yeah. To be fair, I feel like I get better numbers though. Like you can get plus one sixty to top five. Three to one to top three. I don't. Yeah, and that leaves open the possibility that Larson wins. I mean, I guess if you think Truex, Hamlin, Bell, and and the RFK boys take up the first three or four spots, it might be worthwhile. But I don't know. All right, we got we got to look at the matchups because I feel like that's where the fun is. Although, let's look. I want to look at one thing before we go. Um, oh yeah, Caesars only has qualifying matchups. Oh yeah, we'll have to look at matchups elsewhere. So fastest qualifier, Christopher Bell is six to one. Byron is seven to one. Um, Chase Briscoe twenty to one. I was just gonna say, do we trust <laughs> on the roller or Briscoe? Let me go Ty back. Gibbs. To, it's a little brisky here. Dude, don't get me started on the Ty Gibbs thing. I was so fucking pissed when he nuked it and uh, practiced and then couldn't yeah. couldn't crack the top 10. Yeah, so these are qualifying. So can Ryan Blaney versus Truex in qualifying? Byron minus 140. That that seems right. No Harvard way, versus, dude. You think With how fast Toyota has unloaded? I mean, plus 110, you can take some value there. Fill your pockets before the race even starts. Yeah, and then you and then you can come back with that and fade Hamlin Reddick in a matchup. Over Larson. Oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm not fading Kyle Larson in any market this week, that's for sure. What about spinouts versus McDowell? No, see, they have race ones too. Oh, okay. All right. So this is this is like for the, the race. Ones, though. I think those are really interesting. 
Yeah. So these are there's only like four or five. Harvick over Logano. So Truex over Blaney at minus one ten is kind of nice. Yeah. All right. For the race, Almarola versus Jones. I think Almarola is kind of nice at basically even money. It might both minus one fifteen. Uh, spinouts versus McDowell, Larson versus Hamlin, Harvick versus Logano. Like these all, like a lot of these are juiced accordingly. What about yeah. Briscoe at plus one ten versus Suarez? Dude, I don't, I don't hate that, especially with what we've seen uh, Trackhouse do these last couple weeks. Are we really adding that? I'm adding that. Well, all right, oh, we'll go down God. together. Let's do it. Oh God! <laughs> Live and die as a team, or we just wreck each other during. Uh, I mean, race. yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother story for another day. We'll have to review the tape for that one. <laughs> Ty Gibbs plus one hundred against Bubba. Ooh, I don't know, man. Okay. Seeing where you are with your guy. So the one thing about that matchup is Bubba did have decent. He had like top spend top. Blah, can't even talk right now. According to our buddy, I fantasy race Bubba had a top 10 overall speed ranking here last year. Just, he ran into issues along with everybody else. Wound up finishing mm-hmm. 29th or something like that. But that car has definitely been fast and we're in a situation where they need a good finish. So I don't know how much he's going to be, going for a win as opposed to trying to make sure he gets into the top 10 after getting a couple of stage points early on by getting off schedule or something like that. So I'm fading track house again, Busher over Chastain. Damn it. I was going to, uh, I saw that a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah. That one, I'm probably we're going to so it. screwed this week. <laughs> get all over, get all over track house Chastain to win. Uh, Suarez over Briscoe, um, Chastain over Busher. Yeah, but the thing though is, like, it doesn't make sense. Those numbers should be even, even shorter yeah. in in Busher's favor. When when you can bet Chris Busher minus one fifteen in a matchup against Martin Truex Jr. and then he's only minus one twenty against Ross Chastain, that makes no sense. Yeah, Chastain is terrible here. Well, especially when you go to something like Outrights and Busher is 12 and Chastain is 15, 18. Seems pretty sizable. You go to top 10, Busher is minus 150, 165. Chastain is about the same, minus 130. So, I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. If Bubba's number was, was longer, I think it'd be intriguing, but not at plus one forty. Yeah. Uh let's go over here because we haven't done this in a long time. Uh, hmm. Uh, maybe I'll just go to motorsports. Okay. Just to just to let you know too, there is a unique 
opportunity uh, on Caesars. If you scroll all the way to the bottom on the Is featured featured or future future number of manufacturer in the top 10. Interesting. So yeah, I like that a lot over three and a half for Ford. It's pretty juicy. Uh, or four and a half for Chevy. I like this one in the top 10. You, you're telling me if I get Hamlin, Truex and Bell, I get a win. That's going on the card. I'm going, I'm going back here. I'm trying to make sure. So they've, they've placed. So the last time Toyota got three drivers in the top 10 here was May of 2020. Mm -hmm. And September of 2023. <laughs> yeah, that Ford number is, is kind of interesting because when you look at like I'm actually thinking about the plus money side. Although the Fords are expected to do well here, yes, Harvick, and then I think I mean the two RFK guys, but Penske has been kind of blah, and then the rest of HR, which obviously we bet Briscoe. So yeah. I mean, the Chevy number is just too high, right? Like five five Chevys. I know half the half the field. Let's see here. I mean, they're they're like averaging four and a half or five. So Larson, Byron, thing, yeah. Chase. Then you're like you'd have to have like Kyle Busch and Ross or Kyle Busch and Eric Jones. Feels like a bridge too far. Yeah. Where I think with Toyotas, you I know it's been a while, but like you're telling me if you three of Hamlin, Bell, Truex, or Reddick finish in the top ten, or even Bubba. Like that feels super. I know they have less options, so I'm guessing that's why it's priced accordingly. Probably, but it doesn't feel. It feels like that has a better shot of hitting than, than the odds indicate. Yeah. But you know, I've been ice cold, so fade me. Go for it. <laughs> fade your boy. Uh, let's look at the Cup Championship odds, and then let's give the people a best bet, and then let's get out of here. The future. All right. So Larson should have jumped on it. It was like six. Truex, eight. Hamlin's four and a half now. Byron's five. Feels pretty good. Reddick's eight to one. Uh, we talked about him. He was as long as, what, 2025? We talked with Wormy about him making a lot of sense. Who? <laughs> Tyler Reddick. Oh, I've, I've been sitting on a Reddick future for, hell, probably since July. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was 25 to 1 back then. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, Bell at 16, I think, is interesting. Obviously, he's terrifying. Um, but if he wins this race, the number will be cut in half. Um, what about what about Keselowski? I mean, he's obviously highly sought after this week. I, you pro I mean, let's hey, remember, he, he, he's on 
he's on the card uh for our futures that we had added before the season started. I got him at 50 to 1, I believe. I think he's fifth right now. So right now, Truex, Bubba, Stenhouse, and McDowell are all on the outside looking in. Um and Keslowski's way up here at fifth. So I that's a pretty nice bet. I think the two of uh, Blaney and Keslowski are probably the two best values right now, just based on where they are in the current standings and the ability to get through the next rounds without wrecking. Truex is eight to one, but he is like not on the inside. Yeah, he's he's on the cusp of not making it through. Yeah, so why would you with that? Like Harvick could do really well here. Like I could see Logano struggling, but Bell is expected to do well. Busher's highly sought after. Uh, you know, we'll see with Chastain, Kyle Bush. Like there's some there's some names that could fade out, but yeah, Blaney is sitting pretty comfortably in sixth. Um, Keslowski, Byron, Hamlin, like there's a lot of names in Reddick. Reddick is still sort of interesting given where he's at at eight to one. I know you could have got a much better number, so mentally it's hard for me to like move on to that, but um I do I think it makes sense. Um, let's see future bets to make the top four. Obviously some of these guys are going to be priced crazy. Um, but Busher plus two fifty, Keselowski at four to one, just to make the top four, Christopher Bell at four to one, just to make the top four. Kind of interesting. I almost think it's just, it's, it's better to just bet them to win the championship and then come back and like bet them in the races leading up to it or something. Yeah. It's probably better. Yeah, it's probably the right way to play it. But or even just like even with Kyle Larson, like instead of betting him, just bet him to like top three or top five in every race. And then he just yeah. keep advancing. Although if you think Larson's like if you think any of these guys, Hamlin, Larson, any of those guys are getting to Phoenix with a shot to win the championship and you like them there. Um, grabbing them at four or five or six to one now is really good because when we get to race day on Sunday in Phoenix, those guys are going to be like three to one. Hey, and I'm, I'm, I went back and I'm checking out our preseason drivers to make the top four. Admittedly, Chase Briscoe was a stretch. So that guy got eliminated for me. And your only one that was eliminated was Chase Elliott, but you're sitting on Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, and I'm sitting on, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Ryan Blaney as our three of our four guys still alive, which obviously it would be a lot better if we had four yeah. or four, but. Uh, plus 275. <laughs> yeah, he's plus. I got him at plus 275 to make the final four and he's plus 125. It's not really given when we made these, but yeah, I, I like where my, where my drivers are at and Blaney. Uh, Hamlin. So we could both get Hamlin and then it's really a who else can make it? Byron being plus 240 to make the final four. That's a nice bet. Dude, well, we talked about it coming into the season. Like he was on the up and up and it was just a matter of time before that team put it really together. I really fumbled the bag there. That should have been a should have been an outright bet. Uh, Okay. Are we ready to recap the card? Give the people our favorite bet and get out of here. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, I'm on the Marty Party wagon for the week. Truex, 16 to 1. Uh, Truex, the top 10, I think is what this is supposed to be. 
Uh, Caesars minus 125. Briscoe to top 10 plus 350. I just think it's a good value. Uh, Larson, the top five minus 110. I think that number moves by race day, and so I'm grabbing it now. Uh, Truex, the top Toyota, at four and a half or plus 420. Uh, nice. Um, Briscoe over Suarez at plus money. Busher over Chastain, just fading track house and matchups. And over two and a half Toyotas in the top 10. Um, I, there's, I think, four legitimate Toyotas I think can win this race. Um, and I think. Four, five or six could make the potentially be in the make uh, in the conversation. You know what's going to happen? Three are going to make the top ten, and Bubba or Reddick or someone is going to be eleventh. And I'm I was just going to say eleventh or twelfth is like uh-huh. the prime finishing yeah. spot for them. Yeah. So, but I I think I think at pl- at even money, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Brian is on Hamlin to win. He's on Harvick top ten, Briscoe top ten, Harvick top five. Uh, Briscoe over Suarez and Busher over Chastain. I really like the Harvick stuff. Uh, I'm not going to join you on it because I don't want to freeze out your your good bets. Um, and I want to add one more outright. It'll probably be Larson and or Byron, but I want to yeah. see what happens in qualifying um, and where the numbers end up sitting. Brian Twining, uh, we did it. We got through it. Now give the people your best bet as we sit here uh, Tuesday evening. Um, obviously with the race on Saturday night. Yeah, this one's easy for me. Uh, although it didn't cash the last time I went this route and I went really heavy. I'm doing it again. I don't care. It's Bush week. Kevin Harvick, top 10. I'm going all in. I'm going to go five units on this play. Like He's going to come out here. He's going to show why he is one of the best drivers we've had in the sport. Um, easy peasy. Hits one outright and he's just well. firing them all back on his top 10s. Yep. I'm going to join you on the top 10 party and I'm going to have a Marty party. I'll crack a bush for you. Uh, Martin Truex minus 125, putting four units on that. I really, really like that. Uh, Larson to top five and over two and a half Toyotas were worse. We're close, but um, if I was just, you know, I could trim my car down significantly to those three bats and be really happy. That's um, similar. I was really close to going Busher over Chastain as the as the best bet. I like that a lot. I know it's a little juicy, but I think it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, for Brian Twining, I'm Kyle Robert. Enjoy the rest of your week. As I mentioned, we will be back on on Friday night uh, for a Saturday race. Uh, please consider hitting subscribe if you have yet to do so. Hit the thumbs up button. And I know football's going on and it's taking a lot of attention. But we appreciate everybody who's hung around and is finishing out the NASCAR season strong with us. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>